Welcome to Rigo's Business Review, where we bring you the latest in leadership, business, and tech. I'm your host, Carl Rigo. Join us each week as we share unexpected insights and underreported stories from the world of business to inform, uplift, and inspire, and make you think. Hello, and thank you for joining us for the podcast. This week, we're going to talk about business transformation, what it means, and, and how to go about leading it. We hear a lot about transformation in various executive circles. Leaders are always tasked with helping businesses transition, maybe enter new markets, launch new product lines, move from bricks and mortar to digital, and have other fundamental changes in their operating model and their business model. Oftentimes, this is achieved through a business transformation process and program. As a leader, whether you're operating in a full-time permanent executive role or in an interim management capacity, there are some fundamental points to keep in mind. What are they? That's the subject of our career advice segment we call the executive suite. This clip originally aired on the Workplace Radio Show on Resonance 104.4 FM in London. I'd like to thank my colleague NND, who is the producer of that program. And now, join us in the executive suite. Today's topic is leading transformation. It's been said that change is evolutionary, while transformation is revolutionary. In business, transformation is the process by which an organization goes from its current state of being to a radically different future state. For today's talk, we'll assume you are a business leader who has already looked at your current situation, developed a clear vision of where you'd like the organization to be in the future, and that you have a plan to get there working with a guiding coalition of key stakeholders. What then do you need to keep in mind along the way to get it right? Start by understanding that leading transformational change is one of the most impactful things we can do. Also, remember that all progress requires change, but not all change is progress. In fact, studies show that two-thirds of all transformation initiatives fail. Why? Largely down to cultural factors being overlooked. So how then do we lead transformation? Gandhi said it best. As leaders, we must be the change we want to see. We must embody it in thought, word, and deed. We must lead by example and intentionally engender the culture that will get us there. By culture, we mean the way we do things around here, the values, language, and behaviors of people in an organization. And speaking of people, to lead successful transformation, we must also recognize the basic dynamic of personal change that is at play. Summarized in the famous change equation, which says that in order for real change to take place, Dissatisfaction with the present, plus attractiveness of the future vision, plus knowledge of first practical steps must be greater than the perceived cost of making the change. Next, before you initiate the transformation, bear in mind that there are three phases to the process from Kurt Lewin. One, unfreeze. Two, change. And three, refreeze. In terms of how to, in phase one, the status quo is already crystallized or frozen. Therefore, we first need to unfreeze it. To do this, we highlight the urgent need for change, i.e. the burning platform, 
We meet people where they are, understand their hopes and fears, and shape solutions with them. This will also help them to feel ownership of the situation and to feel bought into it later. Transformational change can be stressful. Why? On a personal level, as Michael Beckwith says, the ego cannot tell the difference between transformation and annihilation. Change involves uncertainty and perhaps pain. Therefore, some fear and anxiety are to be expected. So be supportive. Next, we move to phase two. Initiate the change. Here we communicate the future vision. We repeat the vision ad nauseum, as Jack Welsh said. We build a network of enthusiastic champions who spread the word. And we link the achievement of the desired outcome to everyone's performance objectives. We also lead by example and model the new ways of working. And we train people and provide a safe place for them to play with and try out the new ways of working. We also look for quick wins and share those as success stories to build momentum and to help convert skeptics. Once the change has been undertaken, it's time to lock it in in phase three, refreeze. Here you embed the new ways of working within the core operation as the new business as usual. And you reinforce the key behaviors and processes via appropriate incentives and a culture where people can coach and support one another and offer constructive feedback to keep everyone on track. And you monitor key metrics and evaluate performance. How will you know that you've succeeded and are on your way to a successful transformation? You'll notice that the language has shifted. The new terminology has been adopted. Behaviors are visibly different and more in line with the new direction of travel. And your key performance indicators are trending positively. And most importantly, customers will mention that they've noticed things have changed for the better and they will do so in an unprompted way. Then you can finally celebrate until the next wave of change begins. Lastly, for a deeper dive on leading transformation, I'd like to recommend a book by Edgar Schein called Organizational Culture and Leadership. It is regarded as one of the most influential management books of all time. And that's the view from the executive suite. Thank you for listening. That's all for this episode. Tune in next time for the latest insights and hidden gems from the world of business. In the meantime, we'd love to hear from you. For any feedback, suggestions, or questions you'd like us to cover, you can email us at krego at lxauk.com and on LinkedIn at karl-rego. Until next time, onwards and upwards. And thank you for listening. Rego's Review, signing off.